<laughs> You've got me uh, thinking here. Well, I'm just what this episode is going to turn out to be. This episode is what we like to call a gigantic fire hazard. Somehow, <laughs> this one. No, no, this one's a fire hazard because if you did not notice, there should be some type of powder power outage. There should be some type of elect electrocuted person, maybe. I don't know. There seems to be a lot of plugs everywhere and a lot of mm -hmm. cords everywhere. Uh, yeah, we should have had overkill whenever he plugged into like the second one in here. Um, I'm still trying to understand what the problem was, though, to begin with. Uh, did you did you have that issue back in the day where if somebody came up to your table and was like, "I'm gonna use your plug," what the hell do you think you're doing? Why don't you ask first? That's my plug. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, especially if it's a uh, a classroom an outlet <laughs> or whatever it's called, surge protector. Yeah, surge. Pro yeah, yeah. What you know, the one thing that has the multiple slots. Yeah. Because if there's open slots, why can't I just plug something in in a no, classroom? No, no. Their name is on the search protector. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So with any table that they're sitting at, their name is going to be on the search protector. That's right. <laughs> that would actually make sense to me. No. What, what do you mean, no? You no. came up with a thing. I'm actually agreeing with you here. Are you now trying to backtrack away from it? <laughs> Their name's not going to be on it. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, it could be like tape, right? Tape with the names. That's just weird then, because that means you're This like, whole class is weird. Very. What do you mean? You know, Taylor, I would like to say thanks for coming to visit today for the pod. So are you calling me... A visitor? I'm calling you Cyrus. Okay, please don't call me Cyrus. I don't want to ever be known as Cyrus. If you did not tell how Cyrus was this episode, he's a loser. That's weird. <laughs> you know what? You don't feel for him, bro? No! You're not a loser? No! <laughs> not this way! And you know why I'm calling him a loser? Because let's be perfectly honest here. Because he's using all the outlets? He chooses wrong in the end. He doesn't stand up for himself in the end. Instead, people just tell him what to do, and he still does it. Kind of. He's just in the end that weakling. Listen, hey, I don't want to be so mean about this. I'm only telling you this. If I was him, because we're about the same size here. If I was him, I would be so mad, especially at Clark Kent. Yeah, well, I mean, if you really think about it, once we get to the end, Cyrus probably would have lived if he never met Clark. <laughs> I, I want you to grasp that. <laughs> I want you, oh, everyone understand. Clark is a murderer. Uh, well, I wouldn't go as far. No, as no, I'm going that, that far. I am going nah, that nah, far. Nah, 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 nah. Not my boy CK, bro. Um, Not CK. Hey, he pulled the Jonathan at the end. He disregarded that person's feelings in order to just focus on what he wanted. Hmm. It's a fair point. There you go. But. Like father, like son, am He's I right? He's not a murderer. I'm going to call him a murderer here. There's a little bit. There is no way Cyrus is okay. Does he ever come back? Do we ever have Cyrus ever again? Can we just wait till the end so we can talk about that? No, I'm actually curious. Wait, yeah. is he a reoccurring character? We need to talk. Just wait till the end. We'll oh, talk my about that. God. Got to stop, dude. I hate how you're making me wait on things. This is such a classic. I want you to tell me it all now. Why would yeah? Why would I do that? 
I'm not going to tell you shit. This is such a great episode. I'm not going to tell you shit. Nothing like our last episode. You love... What do you mean? I know. It was the man of tomorrow. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I just wanted to throw some shots here because... I'm a little hurt. I My know. feelings are hurt. See, I knew. Dude, that, you hit me. That's what I wanted. That's messed up, bro. Yeah, but I didn't My have... My boy any... Chris Reeves. Listen, listen. I didn't have high school drama. Now I do. Now I'm back to what make what makes yeah, me Yeah, we feel had good. Kryptonian drama, bro. And also, I wanted to ask you this, because you're the one that does a lot more research than me when it comes to the show. Is the season themed around Alien? Is hmm. that the, just the overall theme that they went with for this year was just a, just a commonality of just Alien stuff? Each episode just seems to get more and more into that territory. So I'm actually asking you that question. I mean... Was it on purpose? Intentional? I think it's intentional for sure because even when we get to the season finale, you're you're gonna probably because think about how tie in a lot of things and be like, yeah, that's definitely a theme. So I'll tell you right now, yeah, sure, okay, I can go with that. Because even the first episode and how it started out this season with the twister and everything in the spaceship, it's like it's just been taken off from there. Versus mm-hmm. first season where it really was like a coming of age, discovering yourself. Yeah, first season. <laughs> Okay, at least I got first season Chloe. I miss her so much. Also, yeah, honestly, we're episode 18 now, and it's like... This Chloe doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> I don't know if maybe this episode was out of place, and we're going to get to it as well. But once again, her personality just switched. Just changed. No, she's she's so great. All of a sudden, we just don't care about things anymore. We forgot about feelings being said on a pink piece of paper. Bro, but don't you love Chloe? that's your girl bro man this season it's gonna be a hard argument to say that i love chloe more than lana it's it's a very hard one well yeah that's another thing you know let's talk about lana in this episode oh uh don't worry we're gonna get to it i got plenty of things to talk about with lana. the horse pusher <laughs> you mean the one that says that she's just coming over to hang out but really she's asking you to do her a favor i'm homeless basically <laughs> Because apparently she doesn't have a home to put that in. Oh, you can't, you can't put that in the Sullivan house? You can't put that in the Sullivan house? Also, way to uh, now force the Kents to now give it horse feed and, you know, feed the damn horse. Mm. No, they're going to have to take care of it. They're already struggling with money, if you can't tell, you with know, Jonathan's I, decisions. <laughs> you know, everyone, honestly, is pretty much a pusher in this episode. Yeah, they kind of are. It's actually kind of crazy. That's a like, real demanding type thing. And the only one who's not... Clark's demanding truth. Chloe's demanding answers. Uh, and who's the one that's just getting constantly picked on? The loser. Yeah, he's demanding weekly. home. Uh, Dr. Helen Bryce... Why dema- did he say he's demanding home? He just wants to go there. I don't think he's demanding it. Oh, he's demanding that he himself go there. Are you serious? No, he just wants to go. He's determined, bro. I'm just going to say, in the end, he... Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if he was that determined... Dr. Bryce... Wants to keep finding out Lex's room. Yeah, and you know what? I love me some Dr. Bryce. I'm pretty sure she is my yeah. favorite character in this episode. I'm loving everything with Helen. Wow, okay. Yes. Okay. She, I am so into her. Lex does not deserve this We're going to talk about that final scene with Lex. That's going to be nice. Yeah, that was creepy. Oh, I loved it so much. So, uh, in reference, you know, episode 18 now of season two, we are on Visitor. I did want to get into one thing before we go on. Yeah. Can you believe Batgirl was canceled? 
Oh. Can you believe that they just trashed away $90 million and said, it's so bad we can't do it? Because apparently I was wrong with what I read. I thought the review said it was great because everybody was just obsessed with Keaton. Turns out, you're right, the five-minute Keaton scene was the only thing people liked. Everything else they said was awful. Brendan Fraser is Firefly, though. I feel like it was set up for something. Dude. No, you can't even talk about Brendan Fraser right now, bro. I have yet to watch Doom Patrol. I've seen a few episodes. Don't hate me too much. It's so weird. I do enjoy on Blu-ray. The problem is, is when the wife doesn't get into something, it's hard for me to be able to constantly keep going with it. Sandman, though. Sandman, come on. Top three comic book storyline of all time. Taylor, okay. No spoilers, bro. Come on, man. Just do it. No, we're talking Smallville. Let's just watch Dream. How mad you We're are. watching Visitor, okay? All right, fine. You know who's a visitor? Morbius. No. His name's Cyrus, okay? But yeah. Visitor, episode Visitor. Guess who's the visitor? Who's the visitor in this? Uh, so. Seems like everyone's visiting each other. I'm going to say the horse. That's the visitor in <laughs> the this The true episode. visitor. Yeah, it is the true visitor in this episode. Honestly, if you really think about it, the horse, that was a good part of the story. Uh,. Man, there's a lot of issues going on with that horse in the end here. That horse sucks. That what was horse. it Tyson? Yeah, it's Tyson. What's up with the names? Uh, that's kind of a horse name, I think, right? Who grew? Do you grow up on a farm? You know a horse name? You? You literally had a horse at one point. Yeah, but that was my mother. I don't know what she called the damn thing. <laughs> you don't even know the name of the horse. It was that was at the house you were living at. It was like I don't know, Rich Striker. Richard. <laughs> horse names was Richard. I don't know what it was called. Hey, God. Richard. I think I take oh. care of horses. I'm not Clark. Oh, my Lord. But yeah, welcome again to the Somebody Save Me podcast. Thank you again for listening to the two nerds. Follow us on Twitter, somebody save underscore me. And let's get it started. Hey, bro. Definitely working on something to where maybe we can get a remix of that song, the theme song that Sebastian can make for us, and but then have Michael re-sing the Somebody Save Me part. <laughs> okay, but only if it's auto-tuned. I don't care. Okay, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> auto-tuned. That's what I want like to some T-Pain yeah, auto-tune on I want to see how that works. Oh, dude, I'd be, uh, yeah, we'll test it out. Yeah, yeah. We could do, obviously, regular and then put the auto-tune in. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just see how it goes. Either way. All right. <laughs> so that's the project coming up, but. Hey, uh, let's get to the real question of the episode. Joseph, what class is this? Yeah, this class, um, <laughs> did you have this one? Because it looks like I'm in Hot Topic. Spencer's right now. <laughs> I was going to say Spencer's. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Spencer's store, and. This, honestly, and this is what I mean by the fire hazard. So we're opening up here with the classroom and it's chloe walking to clark and pete as they are setting up what appears to be a science project of them connecting cords into citruses in order to be able to create electricity or to see if electricity Mm -hmm. comes out of it i believe there's a lot of these type of experiment experiments that are out there oh yeah bro you could literally look up onto youtube they're hooking it up to potatoes yeah that's that's the potato one yeah exactly some type of citrus fruit because it has all the uh, electrolytes, electrons. I just want to know, though, did you ever have this type of class back in the day or no? 
Um, yeah, I've had wood shop. Yeah. I've had computer class. Uh huh. Um, this is as we get referred to it later is electronics lab. <laughs> this is this is amazing. I would take this so, elective in five seconds. By the way. So are we on like, are we at Best Buy? Are we at Circuit City? The, the Geek Squad at Best Buy? How does Smallville have the budget in order to have all of those things for this classroom? They're inventing things inside of here. Magic is happening. Well, remember, this is alternative high school, so maybe they're just really... The donated stuff from the, the other high schools? They're a little less smarter on the electronics, so they have to get taught it. I like the idea of this is probably outdated stuff, and it's all of the high schools in Kansas donate to this alternative <laughs> high school of what they don't want. None of this stuff really works. They're just telling them that it does it's in like, order to see if they can fix it. It's like when you go to the school library and you rent out a book and it says property of blah, 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 middle school or something. <laughs> so all these electronics have stickers or tags just saying property of not Smallville High School. <laughs> Washington School. Yeah. Lincoln Academy. Yeah, Kansas University. <laughs> That'd be so crazy. But what we are introduced to in this scene as well is not only the project of Clark and Pete, but is now the main character and the focus. New character. Well, I was saying main character. Main, well, new main character of the episode. Cyrus. Cyrus Krupp, as we come to find out from Chloe, because she knows everyone. Who is allowed to wear his hoodie in class. And, and Beanie. The, and Beanie. I, it must have been cold for him. I still don't understand this. But what really bothers me in this scene is Cyrus comes up and just plugs his project in. Pete and Clark look at him like he's crazy. He then turns around and says thanks, walks away. They're disgusted. They immediately are like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Why would he come up and use our surge protector? Yeah. Our, uh, our outlet wasn't just free to you peasants. <laughs> Mine. My power. My electricity. Strike one on Clark, by the way. That was the first time he was a dick. <laughs> Chloe, though, is going to be describing Cyrus saying that he is the new kid in class, that he transferred here over two weeks ago. She was assigned to be able to show him around Smallville, and you know what he said? Screw you, Chloe. I don't need anybody to help me because I'm not going to be here, be here long enough for it to ever matter. That's right. Yeah. Cyrus is above school, bro. He doesn't care about it. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't care about Smallville High either, except when I see these elective courses, I'm now like, well, maybe I didn't get the full high school experience. Mm. I'm really jealous of this class. Like, are <laughs> you? Yeah, there's no teacher. There are no parents. There are no adults in this episode whatsoever. But there's no supervision. Did you not notice that we can just pick on people and do whatever the hell we want in this class? Yeah, that's true, actually, because we have... So Cyrus, it's now on him, and he's making... I don't. What would you even assume that is? I thought first? it was a helmet. In all honesty, that was my first thought. It was he was working on some type of helmet contraption in order to put over... I, I didn't know the whole, like, circle glow thing was a part of it. I thought it was just the lights that were on it that yeah. he would then put over his head. <laughs> it looks like a giant potato. Yes, it does. But it looks like this gold orb, and then he just keeps going around and actually just using everyone's outlets. And so... He finds a group of 30-year-olds. A guy who also can wear his hat here. Dude, what's up with the hat policy here? 
Got What's up with how old these guys are? What do you mean? Look how the facial hair is. <laughs> he has a five o'clock shadow. That's uh maybe this is a university class that came to tutor. Uh, so it looks like they have a rubber ball, by the way, on there that just like lights up. And then once again, Cyrus comes over, tries to plug in his project. This time, the jocks aren't gonna allow him to plug into theirs. Oh my god, dude! Who is this guy? <laughs> Who? Do we find out his name? I don't. I don't know if we do. I really just put jocks. I I thought that they what they reminded me of more than anything was the jocks and mystery men. <laughs> the frat guys. The frat guys. <laughs> yes. That's Un frat boys. <laughs> see that's what i thought that it was but once again they are then grabbing his hoodie taking it off putting the headphones the jock is on his face to be able to hear exactly what cyrus tossing him around playing monkey in the middle here he also figures out it looks to be just static cyrus then calls them dumb saying (laughs) you can't comprehend that it's just static noise Clark then has to jump in. The bully I love. Can, All right, wait, Can wait. you just Dude. rewind a little? <laughs> well, okay. He so just Clark steps in, right? And <laughs> the bully, the main one, the tool, the douche. I don't know who is his name. He goes up to Clark. He's like, "Stay out of it, Kent!" And then he tiptoes up to reach eye level with him because this guy really stepped up to him and tiptoed no, no no joseph before that just look at what he does with cyrus's face here this is maybe my favorite scene look at this yeah my face <laughs> <laughs> just, he doesn't even have to push him he just moves him. i'm like why you're such an asshole and he looks at him in the back over there he's like what the hell my but dude, beanie screwed up no he tiptoed to clark's eye level i'm sorry you, you should not be why are we doing that this is farm boy Clark. We all know he does ex- uh, strenuous chores all uh, the time. I'm I'm with you because he actually even adjusts. I think he tiptoes like once and then he doesn't get high enough. So then he tries. To yeah, get he's even trying to higher. stay up there. Look like, at him. Look, he still even keeps going. And he goes, "Oh, his Dude, name's Clark Kyle. Is, Clark his, is not even phased whatsoever. His name's Kyle, by the way. Cyrus just goes." Uh, get out of this, Kyle, or whatever. Typical name for this guy, huh? What I love, though, is that Cyrus then decides to run his mouth to Kyle and the jock boys to say, you know what? You're just going to hate whenever I get you back for all these things that you're doing to me. Uh, Clark then says, you know what? You can probably hit him now. The jock then grabs <laughs> Cyrus, throws him into the table. Clark's standing there thinking, you know what? You deserve that. Why did you have to talk? We were taking care of this. I do blame Cyrus for that as well. Wow. Now um, Clark wants to help him up? Come on. Strike two on Clark. And the, uh, Come on. He could have stopped that. No, no, no. no, no. He had to let it go. <laughs> he had to allow him. Cyrus to... needed to learn a lesson. <laughs> See? Exactly. Clark is not good in this episode. Uh, he's all right, bro. He's not too bad. You can't trash my boy CK unless he's, you will done with Lana. But... <laughs> Only with Lana. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're walking away, and Clark turns around to notice that Cyrus just started fire on the tool board. I guess the little handheld tools there. Yeah, the Electrolab has tools as well. Duh. <laughs> and Cyrus is needing... Wrenches and pliers. And all it, on fire. And it does appear, though, that Cyrus could have... Started it. His heat vision. He visioned. I, I honestly thought he started with his mind. I thought he was the coach's son. 
<laughs> you want my honest opinion? I thought we were going back Hot to that. Hothead part two. Yes, Good right. Lord. That's something we will never need, bro. That's what I thought we were doing. I thought that this was going to be more of a, a tie-in episode, which would have been great. Because also, what we do find out, and I hate to jump so far ahead, but I have to. Just because already the size difference in Cyrus versus the other kids. Is he's he like a middle schooler. Exactly. And that's what... Because they're... Well, they're still freshmen, right? No, we're sophomores. We're We're sophomores. sophomores. The sophomores. Joseph, why does he look truly so much younger than them? (laughs) And we don't even get an explanation that he's smart, right? Or that he skipped the classes like JTT or anything. Bro, he's above high school. He has a transmitter. That doesn't mean that you're then skipping grades just because you say you're above If you this. can make a transmitter, you deserve to skip a couple How grades. How do we know the transmitter works? Hey, it clearly works. He's so... Look how determined he is. I don't know if that's determined. What? He's determined because he's going to plug into everybody's outlets and everybody <laughs> says, hey, don't touch that? That's determination? Yeah. I don't think that's determination. He's determined to get the job done. Oh my god, I'm gonna puke. Mr. Cyrus, but yeah, I love with just his little scream. Yeah, you see that? You better leave me alone. <laughs> and then just turns around. Like, alright. I'd probably laugh after that. Clark, I know Pete was laughing in the back. Clark probably wanted to throw him into the table. <laughs> I'll tell you what though. Why is it actually only Clark to actually step up? We had a whole room of those people. Is everyone just an asshole? Uh, I, okay. I'm going to say this. New kid, dude. Yeah, I mean, but if I don't know you, I'm not going to step up for you. Like, come on. You know what? But even as new kid, that's mean. Here's the other thing, though, too. Like what I said. Cyrus then jumped in after Clark was handling the situation, and Cyrus then was running his mouth. He didn't have to do that. And once I see something like that, I'm going to be like, okay, well, the, the kid's just a douchebag. I don't know him already. He's wearing a beanie in class. He thinks he's better than all of us. He wow. thinks he's above this. Look at him use my outlet. Dude, Cyrus can go to hell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what is your deal? What did Cyrus do to you, man? <laughs> You'll find out later on because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things he does. But we are now back to the Ken house here. Oh, the Ken house. We got the, we got the cows, man. Got a good amount of cows, actually. Uh, the yard is looking great. It's green. The, Clark okay. is just <laughs> tossing hay bales over the fence. And clearly, he would have seen Lana come up on the road with her horse, meaning he is tossing them over in order to impress. This, the, That or he's dumb. No, no, no. He's not dumb. He's doing this to impress. This is the same thing with the fence and the fixing. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah, remember he was doing yeah, the posts? Yeah, this is the exact <laughs> same thing here. That's why I'm not buying in this. It's more like, oh, Lana's coming down the road. Ooh, look at Ooh, Bro, Lana. yeah, he's absolutely just yeeting these hay bales. Look at these guns. And oh, hey, even Lana. Lana look. Yeah, even <laughs> Lana looks as she's coming in like... Look at his face. <laughs> look at Joseph. Just his face. When he just looks up and he sees her, he's like, oh... I didn't know you were, it was like you were white, here. It was like White Goodman in Global Gym. He's like, oh, hello. <laughs> so not only is he now doing the book thing, but he's also doing the weightlifting and <laughs> the book thing. Oh, we're going to talk about that this episode as well. 
But yeah, he's like, oh, hey, Lana, didn't see you coming down the road there a mile, mile away. What are you doing here, Lana? Well, I decided to get some time off here because my ex-boyfriend who's dead, a uh, horse, you know, didn't get to be ridden. <laughs> didn't was... let, me, let me tell you this reaction <laughs> from Clark as soon as Lana mentions Whitney's name, bro. So, Lana comes in. Yeah, I thought, oh, you have Tyson. I haven't seen him in a while. I was like, yeah, I thought I'd take him out. I haven't taken him out since uh, Whitney. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> oh, Whitney. Anyways, Lana, um, why are we talking about a dead man? I'm not going to lie to you. This scene kind of bothers me all around here, and the reason being, this is supposedly Whitney's horse, and Lana is yeah. wanting to ride over here in order to act like that she's wanting to talk to Clark, but I don't even know why we're bringing up the name Whitney in order for us to then start this conversation, because to your point, Clark then completely avoids it, Lana wanted to turn this into something sad, I feel, in order to play a feel-sorry card to then say, will you do this for me? She came in in two different angles in my mind. See, I get all that, and I'm with you. But it's <laughs> You like, got something else. What I'm thinking of is when the fuck did Whitney have a horse? When they went riding together. They I'm rode together. Pretty sure they're all Lana's horses, no? Yes, they are. I'm almost 99% sure you are correct because the stable that they went to was always hers, which is I, why we said they sold the property, and yet apparently not. Apparently they just stored them at a See, this was what sucks, man, because like, you get these little minor details messed up, but it's like I have a weird memory of maybe Whitney offering to stable the horses, and maybe it was at that point he owned them, the family owned them. I'm going to say no. Uh, it, or wait. They have a hardware store. They're not ranchers. When Nell moved, she, did, wasn't it a whole thing where they had to get rid of the horse because she actually had nowhere to keep it? Yes. So it was Whitney's. Wait. She had to have given it to Whitney's family at that point. So they sold it to Whitney's family? I would assume so. Either that or they just gave it to him. I don't even think they would give it to him. Aunt Nell is only going to accept top dollar. And Nell's not gonna the giving away person. We're trying. You kidding me? You yeah, see that money Dean? Rubber. You see Dean in that family that they're gonna make? Oh my god! Yeah, maybe so. No way. <laughs> and so, yeah, that whole Whitney um, thing. Hold on, one very second. stupid. I, I have to pause again here. It, this is such a good episode. <laughs> I love it because what Lana then says, Clark, once again avoids the conversation about Whitney. Lana then mentions, yeah, I mean, I go writing. Chloe, oh, I go writing, Chloe does her writing, and Clark, you do your really, really hard chores all by yourself. Meaning Jonathan doesn't do a damn thing, and Lana just called it out so that everybody can hear. John is never seen doing the chores with Clark. Clark is always seen doing them by himself. Boom! Maybe. Lana just admitted it. Lana's not here too often. She she just admitted it. Actually, she is here often. But Clark, you just guessed my deepest dark darkest secret. Maybe you just meant in that moment because she couldn't think of anything. No, no. If anything, what I was hoping she would say is, "I have my writing. Chloe has her writing. I, you, or you have your secrets." I thought she was going to say that. That would have been great because then it would have been another shot. 
after she then asks him for a favor here because Clark then tries to reach out to the horse in order to pet. The horse obviously doesn't want to be touched because Lana beats him. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. So <laughs> this part confused me. So he reaches for the pet and the horse backs away. And whoa, oh, whoa. Weird reaction, right? So weird a horse would do that. And Lana's like, and immediately Clark says, oh, what's wrong with him? Uh, has he been to the vet? Because he rejected your pet? We are going to assume he's sick? Is that what we're doing? Is that what happens in horse culture? Because Lana's like, yeah, he's been doing that a lot lately. Listen. Vet doesn't know what's wrong with him. So she already took him because he's been rejecting pets. Maybe Clark is confused. Maybe he thinks he's Animal Man. Maybe he thinks that he's supposed to have some type of animal spirit inside him. Maybe maybe like a vixen type situation here. Mm. But in the end, Clark may be confused. Oh, man, I got two references in that. (laughs) Clark may be confused all the way around. But Lana does say, well, the vet is just chalking it up to old age. And the place that we have him at, they don't think that they can stable him anymore. So we don't know what we're going to be able to do. Clark. (laughs) And Clark's immediately just like, why don't you stable him here then? You would do that for me? Yeah. I'll clean up all your horse shit. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) That's all it is. All right. (laughs) So Clark looking like the total cuck he is. Like what? That was so funny. I don't know. That's not cuck behavior. I would say that's more like, well, no, 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 no. More like simp behavior. I would say that would be simp behavior more mm-hmm. than anything else. And it kind of disappoints. Because what is the benefit you're getting, Clark? Uh, no, that no, she's there's... coming over often probably? Yes. That's the benefit there. She's gonna I guess be... maybe worth it. She's going to be over here every single day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, Lana, did you know your horse is sick? We don't know what's wrong with it. Come over. <laughs> Hey, I think something's wrong with your horse. Hey, I think something's wrong with your horse. <laughs> it's like 5 o'clock every day. 4 a.m. at night. <laughs> uh, hey, we're in the cemetery, Lana. Where are you? Naughty boy hours. You know what? Nobody sleeps in this town. <laughs> so we come to the mansion, and we have Dr. Helen Bryce slapping, slapping the down tabloid. the tabloids on the pool table because Lex loves to show off in front of people all the time. And Helen's called, upset. Yeah, calling Helen Bryce on the tabloid, gold digging, billionaire succubus, basically. And all Les can say is, Whoa, man, I thought I bought all of them. And you know what? I love that. Yeah. Whenever she's like, I can't believe this, he goes, Listen, it comes with the territory, but I did think that I yeah, bought Helen's all those papers up. in order to be able to hide that from you because I love you. Mm. Yeah, Helen's obviously upset with all of that, all this attention, and it's like basically throwing shit on her reputation because she worked hard and to she, get where she's at. And she's even now questioning it because everybody has been giving her those weird looks now that she has been dating a Luther. Lex then mentions, oh, so that's why you haven't moved in with me yet. Oh. Uh, and she's like, well, is this like I haven't had time to pack? And Maybe I don't trust you. Maybe <laughs> that's why I'm not going to move in with you right now. Maybe it's because of that. Is that it, though? Um, yeah, because last episode, or I'm sorry, two episodes ago with Fever, he stole the file. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's realized that file is missing. Only one person would want it. No, they can make copies. I want to see the copy. Because there's no way. She would know if it... Oh, I want to see the copy. You <laughs> see? It could be a copy. It could be. It could be. It could be. And so, yeah, so she says, I don't have time to pack. 
and well, I he says I can, my lease isn't up yet. I can have workers there in an hour in order to pick up your stuff. Yeah, I can get movers in an hour, and I could pay to break your lease. So what's stopping you now? And I was like, okay. Helen, though, to find out the real reason, though. Helen, though, is still hesitant. Yeah. Saying, I still have my own reasons. I want to do this on my own schedule. Lex then reverses some psychology. He does the reverse psychology thing. Of course. Being like, listen, I love you, Helen, and I just want to be with you. But, I mean, if you don't want to do this right now, I'm okay with it. As long as I'm with you, that's all that matters. Helen immediately gets sucked into this nonsense and says, can you have them there in two hours to pick up my stuff? This is what I mean. I got to make this comment. The wife then said, oh, is that so she can hide her dildos? (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm really excited to see her notes when we get to the episode. I gotta not. tell her she has to write notes down. The- <laughs> oh my God. She I'm- has to write notes down. So of course, Lex turns around like, "Oh, so you'll stay? <laughs> I'll stay." <laughs> but so that scene ends. Chloe then pulls up in her red buggy. Hey, Kent. I- Ooh, a little sasser. I know your deepest darkest secret. You already know Clark's freaking out. Why would this be a secret, by the way? Yeah. Um, this is not a oh, secret. You're, yeah, you're letting Lana uh, aboard the horse here? This is why I hate this scene, though. Um, last episode, <sighs> she spent... Or, I'm sorry, two episodes ago with Fever. I, I just keep always thinking about that letter. <laughs> but two episodes with Fever... Well, she's still upset about it with uh, Chloe last episode. She's not scene, though, is my point. Yeah, is I that know. Chloe is completely cool. Well, I'm saying how recent it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would have been butthurt. From what we have seen from Yeah, the why past, would she even be here talking about Lana? And smiling about it, being like, oh, so I know that you're so happy because it means she's going to be here all of the time, a.k.a. just like last year when y'all would be watching those sunsets together. Clark, listen... I'm just trying to do the nice thing here. Tyson was sick. She needed somebody to be able to help him. He's old. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that is all of the reasons. Clark says, trust me, Chloe, there's nothing romantic about cleaning up the muck in the stalls. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness, you love that scene, huh? (laughs) You just went off, dude. You might as well have done the whole thing, reenactment. Dude, you like that? Yeah. I told you, I'm living for this. It's because Chloe's your girl. And you love Chloe. I love it when Chloe is like this. The problem is she's not like this. And I think this is all a lie. Yeah. So, of course, she is trying to investigate the Cyrus. Fire. Yeah, it's the because, fire of what happened. Yeah, Cyrus is fire in the electronics lab. And speaking of here, because she mentions, did you know that Principal Reynolds suspended him? For obviously all of that and whatnot. Dude, what happened to Principal Reynolds, bro? Where is he? Are we going to get him again? Uh, probably. Can't remember. They mentioned him quite a bit, and this is what my. I don't other... even know why I'm asking. Like you would know. Well, my my <laughs> question to you is: Were the jocks suspended? Dude, of course not. And well, I, I thought Reynolds was the non. Okay, actually, keep that guy. keep that question in the back, bro. Keep it in your pocket because we could talk about that later. Because there's evidence on and a good argument on why maybe they are actually suspended. I don't think so. We'll see. I guess we will. Um, if anything, it's maybe because they're 30 years old. Yeah, they've had enough of them <laughs> at the school. And so, of Chloe course, is further saying that they confiscated his project. The potato. Yes. It, oh, it looks like a potato. It's not a potato. And Clark is then asking, well, do you think that he knows, do you know how he did it with the fire? 
well, I could have been a magic trick. Or maybe he's alien. I just have to pause it. I have given Chloe benefit of the doubt, saying that she's been working on the torch for eight years. There is no way in fucking hell she would have known. Oh, well, back at his old school, he would then tell people that he was an alien and that he would. What, how would you know high school gossip? That no, would no, no, not Taylor, have been no, Taylor. I should be asking that because then you're just gonna say eight years, Joseph. I said <laughs> I let everything go. I can't let you would not have known high school gossip. This is gossip girl. Cross I, high schools, bro. Trust me, if we're gonna do some Blair and Chuck, I'm all about this. All right. Blair, I'm in love with more than Chloe for sure. Wow. Dude. I, I can't get into it. I'll get too flustered. Yeah, chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chill. So I'm already turning red. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm completely with you. Why okay. would she even know this evidence at all? <laughs> like, because that's even what I wrote down. Him telling everybody this then pushed him into the social galaxy. What? How would you know that? That he then was the weirdo kid at the other school? What, did you interview those other students? Granted, yeah, I wouldn't put Yeah, are there articles about this man? That's what I mean. I just... I can't believe it because it is high school gossip from another school. You yeah. don't go to this school, Chloe. Dude. <laughs> and they even talk about the the whole fire thing. Like, because Clark says, well, he didn't do anything really super, you know. And she's like, well, like, start fire with, the, with, the, with his eyes. Because I guess that's what the assumption is now, that he started fire with the eyes. Well, it's the only thing that would make sense because all he did was just stare at it. It would have been cooler if he just, like, put his hand up and, like, raised it. That would have been great. Because then he so. would have been exactly like his father, a.k.a. the coach. <laughs> and to his real dad. But Clark does ask, well, was there anything else that was weird? Not really. I mean, just the normal stuff besides the last time the cops found him. He was in a field butt naked pointing at the sky saying, they're coming, they're coming. All right. I don't know if that is normal at all, but we're at least getting some type of connection here <laughs> where Clark was found inside of a field naked. Yeah. So there's already there's some like type of resemblance. There's like weird parallels now, yes. and Clark's kind of freaking out. But kind of just going over his life... Like, he's been inside mental institutions, Cyrus. He's had foster parents. And, of course, she's all giddy about the idea or theory that he's an alien. Oh, and she's a liar. Did you know that? Uh, she's a full-on liar saying, oh, well, you know, if it would have been an alien, it would have been great. Clark makes the comment saying, yeah, because it would have been a fun story, right? Chloe, no, of course not. I mean, a story would be fine, but could you just imagine... Just introducing yourself to an alien, being able to share experiences. You're full of shit, Chloe. Well, she says, she says, well, yeah, it'd be the story of the century, Daily Planet material. No, no, no. She says it like it's not a big deal that it would be the story of the century. But she still says that she's still going to obviously be used for a story. <laughs> and it's going to be the story of the century, Daily Planet, set in stone. Dude. But, oh, yeah, it'd be so cool. Like, oh, they're, sometimes they're better than the average human, you know? She plays it off so much in that, not to make it seem like that she would truly just interview them, p 
publishing it, making it seem like that everybody knows now. I hate Chloe because she is a liar. She was false in that scene. Clark then goes, oh my god, you just said that you would love an alien? I've never been more turned on in my entire life Oh, with you. dude, his alien heart on right there. Oh, yes. They both smile at each other, and we are now cutting to the next scene where Clark wants to go see. Clark said, Chloe, leave. I got to go. Hey, you want to know what a house looks like that has a, a like a big sign that should say fire hazard? Yeah. It's this one right here. No, no, no. This isn't a house. This is a... Uh, a shed? This is a shack. Is this Queen Bee shed? This is actually Shake Shack before they uh, went big. He makes burgers in here? <laughs> <laughs> so Clark shows up to the shack, unannounced, of course, because this is what we do in Smallville. We, we already, I mean, we lost count of how many unannounced people there are, and it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. At this point, I'm just loving the fact that Clark immediately knows where he lives, immediately finds his shack, and is just wanting to snoop around. He is no better than Chloe. I thought this. he was legit about to break the lock on that thing. He was. Because, dude, breaking and entering, number two for Clark, bro. He's always doing that shit. He's, he's wanting to do that in order to just say, it's not a big deal. I'm just trying to find out the truth, right? Isn't that what people like? Yeah. Isn't that what matters? The truth. Don't look at what I'm really doing, a.k.a. breaking laws. Well, we're going to pick up to Clark almost doing a B&E. But Cyrus catches him right before. Clark, uh, what do you think you're doing here? Well, I just heard about your suspension today, so I just thought I'd come and check on you because that's what I do with all the new kids. This isn't weird at all. Hi. Uh, and he goes, uh, yeah, high school's irrelevant. Gives me time to work on my stuff. Oh, really? Because where are your parents? Uh, foster parents. <laughs> Clark is foster parents. Don't ever call them my parents ever again. FP. FP. And you know what? They allow me to do what I want as long as I don't stay in their way. Yeah, and they get their monthly check. Um, what kind of family is this, bro? What, what is going on? I still think this is better a household in the summers, though, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, sounds better. Someone's getting money out of it. But what's funny is, is that Clark is truly here in order to just say, Hey, uh, Cyrus, can you tell me your secrets? But Cyrus doesn't want to because he yeah. thinks that he's going to be like everybody else and just ridicule him, make fun of him. Why would he ever want to be able to tell Clark? Because all Clark wants to do is find out what the truth is. And I promise I won't tell anyone. We can be best friends forever. Let down your walls. Yeah, would you do this? If you were Cyrus. I don't have any other friends, so sure, why not? I'm the weirdo loser kid that nobody wanted to talk to. But it's like you to. technically don't even really want friends. Hmm. You know? You know what? Actually, valuable point. That may be one of the best points you've ever made because with Cyrus, and that's why this episode is just so groundbreaking, <laughs> with Cyrus, because The best he, point I've made. <laughs> when it comes to him... He's wanting to go home. He's wanting to be that loner kid. He thinks he's above everybody else. He no, would he never, is above everyone else. He Taylor. would never accept this. This is you, actually. You're no, Cyrus. it's not. I would never act like this. I hate you so much. You're so Cyrus. Maybe you I thought s- you were an alien. Maybe I see a little of myself. <laughs> no matter what. Okay, I'll put it to you this way. Yeah, look at that dweeb. I hate his guts. I would tell Clark to get the hell out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Point stands. <laughs> All right. And so... Cyrus um, is showing him the coordinates on which he heard us. I used to have weird dreams about special coordinates of where I came from. Um, how? Okay. 
Damn it. No, the episode has to get further before I get into his theory or whatever. Okay. Because we got to talk about his weird dreams and things like that. But we'll go. He, he, they, they put more detail later, so we'll talk about that. So the whole thing was that he said he came down the meteor shower. And my parents lied to me, told me I was one of y'all. Well, one of was, you, sorry. <laughs> y'all. It was an old couple that found him. And they yeah. died. Once they died, he then had to jump from foster home to foster home where essentially one of the foster parents, I believe it was the ones before this, I'm assuming, like were freaked out by him and just sent him into the mental institutions. Well, I thought it was the old couple that sent him to the mental institution. And then after that, he kept... Uh, See, I thought they died. And I, th- I thought the old couple died and then he jumped from well, foster home. We can't home just... We're literally home. seeing it right now. So let's see here. And that's what I thought that he was explaining. Because Clark is, once again, just wanting to see exactly what Cyrus is going to be able to reveal to him overall. I, this is going back to what we've talked about beforehand that I kind of hate with Clark. All he wants is somebody to be me. Just somebody to be from that same planet. He just won't accept what Swan said, and it's truly him picking and choosing what he wants to believe. Yeah. Like, and I hate that because both Jonathan and Clark do it this episode where they then counteract their entire points that they've both been making about the guy. Yeah. And I mean, the whole reason why Clark's even doing this, because obviously last episode in Rosetta, he's on the whole, I guess, the addiction of trying to find out where he's from because he just got a taste. He wants the whole kitchen now, bro. He wants that. He doesn't want just a snack. You know what I mean? So he's thinking... He's already, you know, I mean, you know what he's thinking, too. And it's like, oh, this sounds a lot like my life. But I still hate it because I'm trusting Swan on everything but this. Yeah, it's weird. But, well, yeah, we'll get into that. And, of course, so... Clark then says... He's trying to dig more into it. Like, what kind of proof do you have? Blah, blah, blah. But also, yeah, by the way, it was, he did say old foster parents. So, yeah, one of them down the line just locked him up. And so after they died, yeah, I bounced between foster parents, but I kept trying to get back here. Clark and, is still wanting to have some type of proof, though. He doesn't want to reveal himself and or until Cyrus gives him something that he can actually attain and grasp. Yeah, and he's like, why would you want to come back here? He's like, because I'm here to broadcast my signal to go home to my parents, to my real parents. So he's going to broadcast basically like a radio station so he can call his parents. And he also, with Clark wanting to have proof or wanting to see proof, Cyrus even said everything that I had was destroyed in that meteor shower. So once again, we're getting so many different connections where even the picture of the stars that Cyrus is holding up in that scene, I truly already thought that's the same set of stars that Swan had for Krypton. Yeah. It looks like it the looks exact like, yeah. same photo. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they have just a database together where they get the same photos. I was going to say, does Google Images just have the one space? Swan Images. You know what? He would be that rich, though. Probably. I would give him that, that he apparently is that rich in order for... If he wanted that image to be the only one that's seen, he would have made sure of it. Virgil Swan? But I do hate... Virgil? I do hate that Clark is just wanting to find another. I just want him to be able to accept it at this point. You're the orphan. It's only been a week, bro. Again, Swan told you this, though. But he also just met him. I mean, he literally even says, like, what if he's wrong? What if he's wrong then from where you're from? What? See yeah. how I could turn this around on everything else? Nah, what if he's wrong? 
No. Come on, dude. You got to side with your boy Clark here. I'm not signing with my boy Clark. I would much rather side with my boy Pete. Oh, yes. We got John now. John going into the cellar here in the very next scene where he is looking for Martha because he does not trust Martha and believes that she would be back down in the cellar probably hiding something again. Uh, Once again, I would, I would think that too. We do, That's fair. We do find her staring at the ship and her just reflecting. She's holding herself and it's like, it looks like she's just really sad. John says, let me hold you. Martha then says, I'm just thinking about when Clark was coming down, how scared he would have been in this ship. John mentions how this ship has brought us two different miracles. Martha is completely terrified. I am, it, this was actually also a funny scene with the wife that I'm going to give her another shout out with. Uh, Martha then says, I'm just feeling terrible. I'm having terrible mood swings. I have a headache. I can't sleep. <laughs> My wife. Oh, yeah, it's because you're pregnant. Before she even said <laughs> and it's because she's pregnant right now. She's like, yeah, those are regular symptoms. Yeah, this is her first pregnancy, bro. I know. I know. <laughs> I didn't make that Martha clearly is not as educated as we thought. Uh, I thought she was the <laughs> smart one where she would have at least done some research. Some, something over... happened since that sickness, bro. What happened? She was in the cellar too much, was huffing that Kryptonian gas. Ooh, I got it. The ship gave her the baby but took her smarts. Ooh. Connection? Damn, so the brains are all in the baby? <laughs> yes. It had to transfer the knowledge. What happens if the baby dies? Does it go to the Martha or yeah. does it go to... Then Jonathan stays the smartest one in the family. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yes, she is explaining that she's terrified that she wants to go and see Helen Bryce. Specifically, I, Helen Bryce. Because we talked about it, that she is now a person she we can knows, trust. She's aware of we Clark's can blood. Trust her. But John is resistant about the idea. Why? Because, because she's why? involved intimately with Lex Luthor, the man I shook hands with and let do my chores Hold on. a couple episodes ago. I got hit by his brother, though, in the bat. And it turns out they had a plan. Well, that's right. You did say, I'm never talking to a Luther again. by the way, it also turned out that they had a plan together the entire time. So meaning Lex planned for Lucas to hit John like that. Or what if they... <laughs> I mean, that'd be... Okay. Damn. But what if they planned it after... He obviously went on the car Because remember there? his reaction? He was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Not John. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're jumping out of their episodes, but I could just imagine Lucas. Yeah, come on. Let's, <laughs> let's go. He's like, no. This, wasn't a- this is what we're doing, right? We got to make it look real. <laughs> All right. Sorry to jump there. Nah, but uh, John's reaction, total crap. I'm so Are you mad. serious? I'm so mad at him because once again. It's all right. You're the only one that's going to test this blood. You're the only one, Helen. You don't show anybody else. That's Helen right. He has, did trust her. She's proven her worth. And she was dating him at that time, too. Boom! But you know what? Also, he had no choice. Now I'm going to bring up, I don't want our secret household to become some sex pillow talk between yeah. them. When they're jizzing on each other. What? What? No. Not in Smallville? Not in Smallville. <laughs> Helen they... only has classy stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me take some time here. Hold on. You're going to take some time. This is going to be a long episode. 
so look here. Look here. This guy, Clark, right? Yeah. Loves reading books. Yeah. Sorry, reading books, reading quote, uh, quote unquote. We got Identity Crisis, Mental Illness book. Wonder what that could be about. I thought you were going to jump into the Identity Crisis storyline. No, I'm not going to do that. You want to do that? You can take that after this. Yeah, it's about Dr. Light and, you know, rape. <laughs> Dr. White? Light. Li- oh, Dr. Light. I and what he that. did to the Adam's wife. Oh. And in Zaytana, they erased everybody's memory. And she's done it several times before. And it became a big dispute between the Justice League members. And then it became pretty much a fight. God, that storyline, it should have been better than what it was. But in the end, I don't mind all the twists and turns. Just a little kind of summary of it. I could go more in depth, but I don't want to. But because it has Zaytana in it, of course, I'm going to be all about it. Yeah. She is my number one female in DC. Number one. There is not a better female in DC. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, you've seen my room. You ready for her to appear in like season eight or some shit? Yeah, that's probably going to be like my number one. I'm going to probably watch the Batman animated episode and that episode simultaneously. So then I can have both because I want two Zaytanas at the same time. You I think don't you need want to one. chill out a bit. I'm not going to chill out. But look I'm here. not going to. <laughs> look here. A, uh... You read that Grant Morrison story? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. Is that what you want to hear me, want me to say? No, it's not what I want you to say. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> Clark is pretending re- to read once again. Identity crisis, mental illness, and you want to know why? Because look at his uh, look at his reaction here as he's reading the book. He's looking at the book like it has pictures. This is a coloring book. <laughs> this has pictures. Look at him. No, he can just read really fast. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. All right. They had to probably tell Tom, we need you to make sure you're really looking at like you're Unless reading. he is reading fast. I don't know. That looks like he's looking at some just like a picture book. And when Lex even walks up to him, because obviously Clark wants everyone to know he's he can read, he's already flipping pages. And, Clark, and Lex goes like, oh, I didn't know you were having an identity crisis, Clark. And he's like, what? Like, he doesn't know what book he's reading. So he's not reading it. I think he's just so into the zone that he's not even paying attention to everybody around him. I also think it's a big red flag, the fact that he's constantly only reading at the town where Lana's there. No, it's, it's at the barn. And at the barn where when Lana, Lana shows, shows up. up. <laughs> it's only well, we a- talked about this already. I didn't... Okay, but I'm now noticing more and more, especially in this season, he is always out of town reading. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. Unless he's, you know, scribbling on his family Because he can't do it in the bar now because Lana's working. Ah, that's true, but Lana's And she lives far there. away now. She's not next door. Yeah, but Tyson's sick, so you got to come over. <laughs> well, that's now, okay? <laughs> so, Lex shows up, of course, asks about the book, and, of course, Clark is, like, a little vague. Got this friend. Reading for a friend. Um... Yeah, he's uh, he thinks he's an alien, and Lex is immediately. I love Lex's uh, response to this. It's probably my favorite because he goes, "Okay, let me guess, uh, outsider kid." Guesses his actions and mannerisms already. That was me in high school, Clark. That's not an alien. Sounds like a kid who's just looking outsider. for attention. Typical outsider profile is what he says specifically. I love, and also, wouldn't Clark have read that in the book? Also, wasn't Clark giving Lex shit about aliens, like, 
fever episode. But that's what I love is that Lex, that had to be a tie-in. Lex no, sorry. And, that wasn't even fever. That was Rosetta. No, and Lex makes that snarky remark back. Yeah. Since when do you believe in aliens, Clark? Yeah. I love that. Because, yes, that had to be a He's direct like, you believe thing. there are aliens among us, Clark? <laughs> he gives him that, like, eyebrow look. Clark, Clark gave, Clark him, gave him, him that, yes. yeah, he gave him that, like, dumbass, uh, dumbass look. And it's like, what the hell? You hypocrite. I, I love it. Like, just last week, bro. Just last week. And, of course, Lex here knows about... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Lana has been bragging about this to the entire town. Yeah, because why would that type of knowledge need to be a thing? Ever. Well, this... Because not only does Chloe know... I mean, well, that's acceptable because they live together. But why does Lex know? And I'll give Unless you... Chloe is telling everyone. Well, and I'll give you this, too. No, Chloe may be telling everybody just to <laughs> be Chloe. I also think it's rather strange that Lex would find out since he was the first one to offer up his own stables, saying, hey, Lana, you can actually have your horse stay with me free of charge. It's not a problem. And it turns out Lana didn't want to. So according to Lex, she was just looking for the right offer to be on the table. And that's Clark's dick. That's not what I was saying because Clark doesn't even tie that in. Instead, it's just like, yeah, yeah, Chloe, it's not romantic. I'm cleaning up muck. Muck. You know, Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Lex is just like all giddy for his little brother. Like, hey, man, Lana wants to kiss your (laughs) people. Immediately reaction after Lex tells him that it's all He's like, really? Wow. Oh my god, Lex, you're you're lying. You Wait, stop. stop. You stop. Okay, I'm gonna go. Thanks for the news though. So awesome. You Clark, know what? Let's get to a, a better scent, scene. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Clark pulls now, up. Now let me tell you, this is what's most memorable because I actually remember this scene very well. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like a memorable. I remember. The, I remember watching it on cable television, and that forever s- sunk in my mind. Like I always remembered this episode where this kid healed the horse. <laughs> hey, spoiler! Clark pulls out his truck. <laughs> John comes out. Yo, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. What happened to the horse? The horse is dead. John comes out. And it's like, hey, I gotta go call the vet. Go and be with Lana right now. Clark is like, okay, I can't wait. Wait, what's happening? Well, Tyson, I don't know. He, the vet's on his way, but he just he hasn't moved. And Lana's just like, I can't lose Tyson too. This gives me nice uh, graveyard scenes vibes. <laughs> graveyard, gra- yeah, graveyard scene vibes. Best line in the entire episode is right now. Don't worry, Lana. Everything's going to be fine. He's a fighter. Just like his owner who's dead. <laughs> Yeah, because technically it's Whitney's Whitney's horse, horse. right? (laughs) So back to my original question: When the fuck did Whitney get a horse, bro? Because we just we just have the it's it's set in stone at this point. (laughs) He says just like his owner, Lana turns around. Lana looks at him because she's not even like happy about the comic. Because obviously we all know it's Whitney, so she's like, "What, Clark? Whitney's dead, you." 
dumbass. Yeah, that was not a like a satisfied look that she gave. Like that was really endearing. No, she was like, "Are you lost?" And also, if it's actually Whitney he's talking about, my goodness, why did he mention his name again? Oh, I know, but you know what I love? Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so Cyrus Krupp comes to the farm. He picks the worst because he knows where Clark lives. Why does everyone know where each other like? How did he get there? How does everyone know where each other lives? Like, How did he get? It? He can't drive. No, dude. He he he's a <laughs> he guy. Drive. He's a There's... guy that has Heelys, bro. He has the Heelys back then. <laughs> so so he. This is he the kid leaked. who has Heelys, bro. He Heelied all the way to Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> going down the hill. Look at him. Monica. He has his electronic noises and his headphones going on. And he has his beanie on, bro. You're telling me he's not healing it up to the Clark house? If he pulled up on his heels like that, the Clark's up. Yo, hey, Bucko. <laughs> takes his hood off hey man no he couldn't even keep his hood on because he's bleeding down the street bro with the with the heelys he can't even keep the hood on because he's just gonna fly (laughs) man that would have been great cyrus and the heelys bro i just oh man so yeah so he basically is coming to yell at clark why because Dude, why did you tell everyone my secret? You told that girl my secret. Now everyone knows. Now she wants to interview me oh, that's because what, yeah, that's Chloe what it is. That's what is a liar. And she, in fact, was going to act like a reporter and not someone who's genuinely interested because she is a liar. Let me repeat myself. Chloe, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's your girl, dog. Dude, I know. <laughs> I can't win with her this season. Dude, she's just all over the place. And of course, as as upset as he should be, yeah, Cyrus, uh, Cyrus is like, should be upset. Yeah, he's like, dude, I I'm not, I don't want to be friends with you. Like, why did I even think of doing that? And it's like, yeah, the real Cyrus should have done that. He should have not been friends with Clark. And he should have immediately left. Instead, Cyrus, being the good person he is, say, like, oh, what the hell? Because Clark's saying that we can't do this right now, man. I'll talk to you in a second. <laughs> it's like, okay, Dick. First off, like, yo, yo, what? get out of here. I'm with the girl. Hey, you know what you could say potentially is that you technically didn't tell anyone anything because i mean he didn't what did he tell chloe well no he pretty much i'll put it to this way chloe fed clark the theories of the alien clark then like ate it clark then like was responding to it went back and apparently she had all this knowledge on it so yeah why wouldn't she want to interview she needed i'll put it to this way now it makes me feel like chloe's even more evil she only went to clark's house in order to get approval yeah it's like to get like a thumbs up from Clark, like, hey, should I keep going? <laughs> and Clark is then asking the questions back, like, yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe we do need to find out more. Chloe then says, I got this. <laughs> Bro, Chloe might be the worst person this season. We're going to have to discuss the main villain of this season. The award show is going to go nuts. The award show is going to get crazy. Yeah. Ward show's going to be nuts. So we got some top contenders right now. Um, <laughs> There's so a list. To go back to Cyrus being, yeah, the good guy he is, he goes to the horse, sees that it's, something's wrong with it, puts his head to- like on, I guess, the heart area, the stomach, whatever it is. He's like, I hear you, girl. You know, you don't want them poking and prodding you. You know what? Uh, or a boy. Sorry, it's Tyson. He's like, I'll make everything better. Don't worry. Wouldn't it be good? Tyson's a girl? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, he puts his hands on the horse. And it starts to glow. And Lana, with her late-ass reaction, 
looking at the light like what the hell is happening and then looks at clark like um do you know what's happening clark, he clark he looks like, like hey what's up lana what are you looking at <laughs> clark actually looks do i have little, something on my face he looks a little upset though in a way because wait i wish i had healing power it's like wait is he healing him why can't he can I do that? Mom! Mom! Cyrus, so, yes. Cyrus heals the horse. Heals the horse. Tyson gets up. Perfectly normal. Looks like he's... Yeah, it looks like he's just back good spirits, at least. Cyrus go- has his beanie back on his head, even though he took it off. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Well, maybe he put it on while like, Lana he, was kissing on the he horse. He didn't. The editing did not show that, meaning that oh, okay, he, okay, his okay. beanie is probably the thing. You should, you should really report that one. The beanie probably tames his powers, is what I'm thinking. Oh. Yeah. So it's like helping him being able to not unleash his full healing abilities. Because if he were, then he would look like Starlight from the boys. Hmm. <laughs> Starlight. So what would he be? Starlight? Yeah, he'd it's be Starlight. It's a unisex type name. Yeah. So almost makes it work, right? Huh? Real life, huh? Connection? Huh? sure yes we got kent house now (laughs) and of course they're telling they're just talking about the story of cyrus healing the horse and the vet couldn't believe it either it's crazy gave tyson clean first bill of health like full bill of health and hey first time i'm seeing clark pour something into a cup actually this man's always drinking out of jugs out of the fridge like an animal yeah Uh another connection okay (laughs) and so look this is gonna sound crazy this is gonna sound crazy mom and dad at first i'm starting i'm starting to believe it though i think cyrus is from krypton another reference to krypton Woo, john why would you even think that well he said he was not a good argument. Let's go for round two. But let me tell you something right now. Um, <laughs> Clark, Cyrus never said he was from Krypton. Did he? Well, Did he say to him, yeah, I'm from over here? Clark does even say this. Well, he didn't exactly say that he was from there. Then why are you even saying this, Clark? Well, maybe I didn't even know what the name was because it wasn't until Dr. Swan told me that I was able to even find out the name was Krypton. You don't even know anything about that, Clark. Yeah, John is once again having a look at Clark uh, like he's an idiot saying, son. And there's more. You there's gotta still like John's mouth is open like. It's like. I'm Clark, so disappointed in sh- you. Clark, shut up. And so Clark even says, look. He even started a fire with his eyes. And they're like, oh, okay, well, what about strength or speed? Well, he doesn't have those. Oh, um, no. <laughs> and then already John's like, Clark, we know you want to believe this, but you don't even have the ability to heal. Way Idiot. to throw that in his face. <laughs> God. Great, we, thanks, Dad. If we did, we could have healed your mother two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, he claps back and says, well... You know, yeah, maybe I don't now, but maybe Cyrus is going to develop the same abilities I do have, and maybe I'll eventually. Maybe Kryptonians don't have all this, all have the same abilities, or maybe they get them at different times. Yeah, and maybe pigs have wings. Hey, and maybe you're a dumb idiot. <laughs> oh my God. Go to the, go do my chores, Clark. And this is where I was mentioning earlier, seeing that Clark and Jonathan both all of a sudden. Counter counteract the points that they've been making this entire time, which is then explaining, saying, 
Clark, you are the survivor of your planet. Clark then mentioning, what if Dr. Swan is wrong? What? So you're saying that Dr. Swan is only wrong about this one thing. Everything else, he's right. Clark then throws that hissy bit saying, you know what? I don't want to be alone. His parents finally realizing and looking at each other saying, oh, now we know why he's throwing this hissy fit. Oh, I don't want to be alone. My name's Clark. Don't make me. I don't have any friends or family. Hey, you know what I would agree with, though? This next scene with Helen Bryce. Dude. Because <laughs> if I'm going to be moving into the house of Lex Luthor and he decides to give me a key that's supposedly supposed to work for every single door because, I mean, he trusts me, right? He master wants me to move keys. in. It's the master key, apparently. That works on every door. Yeah. Right? Right. So this one, she's, I guess because she, she's exploring, and she finds a room that's locked. Can't, can't get it open with the master key. What the hell? Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably tell Lex I'm not going to be moving in with you because... What's behind this door? What the hell are you hiding? This is exactly what I was truly cautious about. It wasn't because of the tabloids like I was acting like, you idiot. But then we have a guard that we've never seen before come up to Helen. Have Well, I recognize him. Okay, so I he want, should have been dead. Has he not been around before? I think, actually, I'm almost positive this is the first appearance of him. Because he, he does he's known to be his bodyguard for a little bit. I don't even know if he even says his name, though. No, he doesn't. And he just tells Helen, oh, what were you looking for? She says, I was looking for what, the solarium? What'd she say? Solarium, yeah. She's like, oh, that's in the West Wing. So it's basically a sunroom. So it's probably super bright in there with natural sunlight. So wouldn't she not be wearing, like, long sleeve clothes or whatever? Because it would have been probably really hot in there, especially if it's Kansas. Maybe I'm wrong. But Helen does then mention, well, bodyguard, who I don't know the name of, why is this door locked? That is the one room that Mr. Luther is the only one that has a key for. Darius. His name is Darius. and I, He I, has I, come in before. I want to say he's been here before. Which actually pisses me off. So all the things that have happened with Lionel being shot, people breaking in, uh, the entire uh, <laughs> place being bugged, everything has been allowed on Darius's watch. That's right. He is the worst bodyguard then. Maybe I've he had a seen. paternity leave. Attorney leave? Yeah. I'm going to buy into that. He looks like a man with a family, so I'm in. He's got a goatee now, because I don't think he had a goatee last time. Helen now does <laughs> not trust that man, though. She is not Yeah, Mr. In- goatee. I want to know what's inside that room. Why would Lex keep a locked room? Master key? Doesn't seem like a master to me. <laughs> I'm going to go to Smallville High. Ugh. So we go to the torch to... No, we first have oh to go up to goodness. Kyle. So we come in the hallway and yes. Kyle, the 30-year-old man. Actually, he looks the youngest out of all of them. No, no, he... Yes. I could buy him being in high school. The other guy with the hat that we'll also see later on. And the other no. dude with like a receding hairline. No, those guys have five o'clock shadows. And so this guy's like, hey, where's your little buddy, huh? Yeah, he got me in trouble. He's not suspended. Yeah. So he's, he's not. not suspended. He's at school. So the jock was not suspended wait, wait, by Reynolds. Wait, what did he say about... Let's see what he said about it. Because doesn't he mention his friends here? Yeah, well, no. He hey, just... Hey, where's your little buddy? You tell him payback's gonna suck. Okay. What was the payback? I love that Clark has... like. I don't think he said a single word to them except, stop, guys. Leave him alone. 
And also, that guy truly is like a head shorter, and he had to stand on his tippy toes. Yeah. Um, if I saw that in class, I would be like, dude, this is sad. You got to know, like, I could whoop. I think Clark says nothing to him because he knows he could just whoop his ass. <laughs> I would go to the counselor just to say, okay, you got to tell Kyle to stop. Like, I think he needs help. Hey, Kyle help. keeps uh, sending me th- death threats, so. <laughs> like, um, I, I need him to stop. I literally have done nothing to him. He stood on his tippy toes. Yeah, I think he was trying to kiss me. I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I don't know if it's like a dominance issue. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And so we go to the torch now. And, of course, here we have Detective Chloe solved the case. Oh, I actually figured out how Cyrus started the fire. Put magnesium powder or something like that on the the tool board, and he used a detonator to light it on fire. It was no better than a magic trick. Just art of to... misdirection, illusion. That just reminded me of Monsters University. Misdirection. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Chloe just said here. That's exactly what she said. But what I also am. Hey, Chloe, also... guess what? Misdirection. <laughs> he does the magic. I also want to point out though Clark's face immediately seems to react of I can't wait to learn this magic trick (laughs) Bro he's adding it to his arsenal Watch him use it later I can't wait to use this on my next date (laughs) Yo I hope Chloe forgets about this one But with Clark, he doesn't want to believe it. Yeah, he, he's like, well, I saw him heal that horse, and I was there, so there's no way that's fake. Can you explain that? Well, I really can't right now. I can't right now, but I'm actually on it. But I, I guaranteed that's fake, too. It's like, Chloe, you piece of shit. No, 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 no. I was there. It's real. Okay, well, maybe the meteors. Crypt, crypt, kryptonite infection? Yeah, maybe there was some type of meteor poisoning. Meteorite, yeah, meteorite poisoning. That allowed him to have these type of healing abilities. I mean, stranger things have happened in Smallville, right? And it's fair points, to it be is. honest, because Clark even looks at her like, damn it, that's a good point. Chloe is weirdly cool in this episode in scenes, which is why she pisses me <laughs> off. Because behind the scenes, I'm like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> and so we go to the hospital. We find out Martha doesn't listen to Jonathan because she runs that household. That's right. She has the vagina, dude. Well, it doesn't matter. Nobody should listen to dummy John who doesn't even do his chores. Yeah, no, no, no. Helen Bryce, so she's talking about, oh, just having dealing with some things at home, moving around. It's like, oh, I hope it works out for you, blah, blah, blah. But Martha came to visit Bryce. She came to visit Bryce for that doctor's appointment. She's worried about her pregnancy. And Helen is just like, hey, uh, I've gotten all your reports so far for your OB, and it uh, seems like you're good. Like typical signs, like healthy pregnancy, you're good to go. So if this is about what your son's blood tests were and exactly your miracle of coming back to life, to be perfectly honest with you, I still can't explain that. So if you have questions for it, please don't ask me. Yeah. And she goes, Martha's acting like a battered woman now. (sighs) It's like, oh, is everything you keep confidential? Um, Like even significant others? Okay. How obvious can we be here? How obvious can we be? It's like, you don't want me to tell Lex? Jonathan. Jonathan doesn't want you to tell Lex. Dude, who are you now? Martha, you were the rock, man. This baby's ruining your life and your personality for me. Martha, if you really want me to help, you need to be honest with me yeah, about like, everything for your safety and for your baby. Because like, if this is about that miracle from you being sick and being recovered and then Clark's unusual blood... If it's regarding that, yeah, you're going to have to tell me a lot. 
And we are then finding out once again, it's a test for me. Oh, and Martha. Is Helen Bryce still trustworthy? I think so. I think so. Me too. I think so. Um, and especially because of the end, and we'll get to that. Um, well, and I also, I want to throw this out there to you. Do you think Helen, in a way, is testing both sides? Where she is wanting to see if the Kent family tells her all of the secrets, while Lex, will he tell her the secrets too? Hmm. So it's pretty much who is going to be honest with me in the end, but I think it in what it really comes down to with Helen is if she's a good person, which we do find out. That's true. And I think so. And of course, Martha also didn't tell John she was at the doctor. Yes, because... She went behind John's back. Ooh. In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. In New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. Gunshots. You gotta put gunshots on that. Oh my god! <laughs> that was good, man. That was good. Um, and so... Clark shows up at Cyrus' house. Again, unannounced. And, and guess who's actually more unannounced um, is Lex. Hey. Uh, um, hey. Yeah, let's talk about... Uh, oh, hey. Oh, there's a lot of boundaries crossed. B now. and E. So last time we saw Lex with Clark, they talked about the friend who was the alien, obviously, or thought they were. So now he automatically investigated it right away, found out who exactly he was talking about, went to his house, broke in, and is just on his computer? Was he not just on his computer or just looking at stuff on the desk? I, I don't know. what. In all honesty, I don't think he was doing that. Obviously, he was scoping around what was on the desk. I'm gonna give you, I don't think he was going through the computer, but any type of paperwork that he would be able to see Lex is going to do. Yeah. He's going to put his fingerprints all over that. What I find more disturbing is, Lex, what if Cyrus does walk in? What is your go-to here of you just sitting in his chair? Hey, I broke in. What's up? Hey, Clark. You like this place, too? (laughs) I don't know what Lex is trying to do here, and it kind of bothers me. Because Lex then tries to reason it with it. Come on, Clark. You know I'm always curious. Well, I love I'm what he says. To find he's an like, alien. Yeah, he's like, Lex, what are you doing here? It's like, well, Lex, I, you know, or, well, Clark, you know, I've always wanted to meet an alien. And, and I uh, realized after, after what you realized, what you were talking about, that Cyrus is the one that you were talking about. And maybe, maybe he is. Listen, listen, Clark. After we found that cave, after everything I've been going through. And now, look at even this journal that I happen to skim. Dude, Snoopy, get out of here. He's at the computer. He's literally snooping. He is awful right now. And Lex then tries to play this off. (laughs) Not a big deal, but can you believe craziness? I always thought a meteor shower was the perfect place in order to be able to hide some type of ship. Hey, but I guess we're both losers in this case because he's not here. So let me give you a ride home, buddy. He said, no, I think I'll wait and stay. Because he's really a person that I'm talking to and actually my friend. Yeah. So we think. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the journal shows the spaceship. It shows Clark. How exact- long has <laughs> Cyrus been behind the door? Also, Lex didn't look over there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, how long? <laughs> I just, the moment I saw it, I go, okay. Cyrus, 
I don't like your friend. Yeah, hey, I was here breathing, and he didn't hear me at all, and I've been wondering who the hell he is. Like, why is he so bald? Well, Clark immediately accuses him, though. Oh, well, why didn't you tell me that the fire was fake? I never denied that. Well, he just says, like, I found out the fire that you did was fake. He's like, I don't deny it. Cyrus plays it off because it's not a big deal to him because Clark never They've been harassing asked. me. Those kids have been harassing me, so I just did something like that would scare them. And you never asked what my powers were. Yeah, it's true. Believe whatever you want, Clark. I don't care if you trust me or not. Clark immediately then is still focused on the drawings because it's exactly his ship and the meteor shower itself. He says, where did you find this? Where is the spaceship? And yeah, he goes, like, where is it? It's like, that's how it came to Earth. That's mine. It's like, well, where's the spaceship? Don't know. Okay. So you're clearly think, like, at this point, wouldn't you think, oh, you think you're me? But you remember coming here. I remember those dreams. I dream about my parents, too, and what it'll be like the day that I go home. I would then ask if I'm Clark here. What does your home look like? You seem to have a lot of memory, so why don't you tell me exactly what it is? Yeah, it looks like Earth. I would be so mad. <laughs> Cyrus, though, immediately says, or actually not Cyrus, Clark immediately I says, I believe you, Cyrus. I believe you. And Cyrus says, you're the, only, you're the first one. So that means I'm going to show you my gigantic... What is this Ed, Ed, and Eddie bullshit right here? <laughs> I thought this was a jackass stunt. No, this is Ed, Ed, and Eddie. This is one of their scams. <laughs> this is what they build. Go to one of their episodes, but I'm pretty sure they build something like this. I was never an Ed, Ed, and Eddie fan. And Codename yet, Kids Next Door? What? Codename Kids yeah, Next Door. Yeah, 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 of course. All right, that looks like maybe something found in the treehouse. Oh, fair. <laughs> okay, I'll buy into that. Yeah, the There's like toilet seats on there, some bandages. It's weird that I didn't like Ed and Eddie. All my buddies did, and yet I would just watch Toonami, and they would watch that. We just didn't agree. It's amazing that I'm friends with them still. I hate them all. I think you need to hit it up now, bro. No, I don't need to hit it up, even though I still have the VHSs with those episodes on them. Ooh, wow, yeah. Bro. Commercials and everything, 2002. Holler. Yeah, What what is up with this rinky-dinky-ass, what is this supposed to be, a satellite, a ship? I don't, I don't know, but how is there not some type of power shortage somewhere? Where is he getting all the electricity? Um, there are so many cords where I feel like something bad could happen so fast. And I don't even know how he was able to build everything in the end by himself. Dude, Does I, he I have strength? I don't, I don't get it Does either. Does he have a gigantic ladder? And why is it Does at he have a crane? And why is it at midnight that that's the time to do it? Like, where is he getting this plan? Well, and what we're talking about is his plan is to be able to send that signal to his parents in order for his parents to then find him. Clark is like, okay, well, I'm all in for this. Let's find out. Let's get those parents back. There's only one problem, Clark. I need that transmitter that Reynolds yeah, took need, from me. Um, I need my potato. I need my potato from Smallville High School. And well, so, let's go uh, get the potato. Yeah, because the front doors are just open, right? Apparently, Smallville High, the alternative high school, they don't care when their kids show up to school. They just want them to show up at a time. So they just leave oh, the so doors open. Oh, so there's some open. students there? There's yeah. some teachers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's late night schooling. Mm. That's the only thing it's I can the, come it's up with. It's the 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. shift. They walk out the doors as if it's nothing. It is pitch black outside. Yeah, they, How uh, late is it? 
Clark's you were talking about daylight savings last time. Why don't you tell me this one, Clark guy? is B&E expert, bro. He's B&E expert. And, of course, we come out of the school, and I'm sorry. So this is your major here? plot hole, right? Yeah, this is the major plot hole <laughs> okay. because uh, we pull up with the the tools, the Kyle and his little lackeys and all these old men. Oh, what are you losers doing? Pounds I... the hood as he gets out of the car. I was like, what? Hold on. Hold on. What is going on here? I think the real issue is, even if there's a loser kid that you want to pick on. By the way, Cyrus and me, same size. There's no way I was the bully. But if I was, I don't think I would show up with a set of chains in my hand as if I'm going to um... smash him over the head with it and he's going to die. I don't know. Maybe tied around his neck, drag him with the car. So they've upgraded in Smallville. Whitney at least used <laughs> rope. The new class came in and said, screw that. We use chains. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we used to tie you up on scarecrows, but now we just beat the shit out of you with weapons. Everyone's laughing at us because they all think we're dumb now. So we're just going <laughs> to oh kick your ass. <laughs> this is the dumbest reason. Just like, oh, you're so dumb. You let fire start in the tool board. That's all that happened, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know why they are so offended and why they feel like they need to kill him. Alternative high school, bro. This is the only reason why they could be using that as a as an excuse. I guess it's fair if you ever like watch Locked Up. If you look at <laughs> the Marty dumb eye, enough why everyone knows I'm dumb, they're making fun of me. You're dead. Did you just look me in the eye? Hey. This is my hall. I'm not dumb, you're dumb. <laughs> I'm not dumb, you're dumb, little shrimp. Here's my chain. I'm going to kill you with it now. It would have been. So, what does Clark do here? Saves the day. He visions the truck, totally blows it up. Uh, Cyrus is immediately confused because he knows that he can only use magic. He does not know how that truck was. No, no. I'm saying he can only use magic whenever a fire starts. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, that's why he's like, I didn't plan that trick. He's like, whoa, I didn't put magnesium there. (laughs) He's like, I didn't do this. Yeah, and so, of course. It's like, way to go, Cyrus. You did it. Clark. Okay, dude. Clark okay, yes, are you? Mo- like, <laughs> yes, you're so upset with it, too. Yeah. How bad at lying are you, dude? Like, do you not lie at all? Ever? You never practice? <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean- As a child, you should be getting good at it. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> all I wanted. So we walk away from the explosion, right? And Clark's immediately just, like, in the most weird tone that's clearly obvious like way to go cyrus you did good man let's go clark i'm not an idiot i'm not a dumbass idiot clark clark i'm not a moron how dare you yeah clark what the hell man like you know i only do magic tricks with fire i can only heal like i can't do the fire that was a magic trick well i mean there's no way man it's like you did that it's like dude what are you talking about that wasn't me all right clark please I think you're ruining Cyrus's life. What I do enjoy, though, is that Cyrus like, Clark, obviously that was you. Clark's face. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Come on, at least try to hide this. At least try to play something off. Instead, Clark goes, looks like you discovered my own magic trick. <laughs> it's so bad. Clark is such a moron, bro. We call that the prestige. Dude, I... <laughs> He wishes. My goodness. He does wish. And it he, makes me... he dreams about that. I would be more impressed if he were to act like that. Be like, haha, you thought you were good at magic, Cyrus. 
Clark, man, I'm telling you, bro, he smoked a J. <laughs> he's finding out all this extraterrestrial stuff, and he's just like, man, no, it's like it's just so deep, deep thoughts right now. I need, I needed to go even further. Cyrus just really gets me, man. You know, let me go see him, you know? Hey. Cyrus, oh, you need to break into school? Dude, easy money, brother. Dude, is that a tower? Bro. Can we go to that tower top? Can I see Metropolis from there? Is that a lawn chair in there? You got a lawn chair in there? How'd you do that? <laughs> How do so, you get up there? <laughs> and so now we get back to the Kent farm. We got a globe going around. We got some maps of constellations, which is what Swan gave to Clark. We're at the farm. Pete, Pete is, is now here. acting like the parent or... Pete is upset. He could be the jealous girlfriend. Why would you tell him? Wait, so Cyrus knows about your secret now? Like, what are we supposed to do? Uh, what Are you going to tell your parents? Listen. What was I well, supposed to do, Pete? Yeah. Grab Cyrus and run away at 1,000 miles an hour? Or beat up the guys? What am I supposed to do in that type of situation? Listen, have you told your parents? Because they're going to freak out, Clark. No, no, no. Clark says no, because they would freak out. <laughs> you know what? I don't care, because you told somebody else. Yeah. I'm the only one that you're supposed to tell. Yeah, and he's white. Wow. Yeah. We are crossing racial borders now, Clark. That's what we're doing. I mean, if you really think about it, the first friend or close person to him that he told about his secret was his black friend. So Pete now thinks he's trying to replace him with a white friend? That's This episode goes deep. Like, really deep. Pete is now worried because Cyrus is going to possibly tell somebody. How long is that going to be able to take? Clark says, I don't think he's going to tell anybody. Pete, how would you even know that? Well, because the solar system that he gave me, it looks like his coordinates and the signal he is aligned to match up exactly to where Krypton was. Uh, Krypton? So you're saying that he's from your planet? Listen, Pete, that's too much of a coincidence. All right, well, let me go get my green rock and let me show it to him, and then we'll see if he's really a part of your planet. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay. Like, why does he still have that? He's gonna, he he's gonna go up to Cyrus like he did to Clark that one day. Yo, you friends with Clark now? Check this out. He said, You from there? <laughs> Nothing happens. He's like, That's what I thought, bitch. <laughs> Pete's going off on Cyrus, dude. <laughs> You think you can replace me? Nobody replaces me. Yeah, what do you think you're doing hanging out with Clark? Like Whitney was doing about Lana? My God. I, but, would, hey, I would give anything for it. Name drop here, though. Finally. Yes. Clark corrects Pete and says, no, it's called kryptonite. Oh, oh yeah? Is that with a C or a K? Smart guy. Yeah. Are we gang members now? <laughs> Why does he... Why does Pete actually say that, though? I, I don't like that Pete, in a way, questions Clark with the whole Swan thing. And this is why. If you're a true friend, you're supposed to be kind of supporting him at that point. If he's really trying to find himself and to find out where he really came from, I get where Jonathan and Martha come from, where they're just worried about it because they just always want to be the parents. Pete, what, what are you scared of? You should be actually helping Clark because this is your friend. This isn't something where he's going to replace you with the better friend that has powers. No, it's, uh, it's literally a matter of like how the parents are thinking. I don't want to lose Clark. No, if he finds out more about his people, he's never going to hang out with me. 
I don't think he should have that mentality. If you had powers, I would be supporting you. But you better not have powers because I'd be so jealous and angry. I would turn into Mr. Glass. And you would literally be so selfish with it, too. Yeah. Like it's your powers. <laughs> yeah. Where are we going tonight? Hey, man, can you, uh, can you help me out? So anyways, yeah, so he's like, is that with a C or a K? And he's like, K. And he goes down and, and Lana. Lana's here. And um, she comes over. Cyrus has been taken away and put into a hospital. By CPS, bro. His foster parents couldn't take it anymore, a.k.a. Lex made a call. Dude, you think so? I know so. Lex made a call and gave his foster parents money in order for him to be able to be donated to the hospital. Because what did Cyrus say about his foster parents? What did they care about? Just a check. Boom. What are they going to care more about? A lot of money. Who's making that call? Lex. Boom. Yeah, I'll back the week. We can back that theory up too at the end as well. But I hate this scene. So yeah, yeah, we got Clark now going to the hospital where uh, just walks in. There's Cyrus no security, is held, and he's also held by restraints and no security around. What the hell? Hey, did I mention there's no security around? So get me. Let me get this straight. <laughs> CPS Child Protective yeah. Services mm-hmm. took him yeah. from his foster parents uh-huh. for a check. Whatever they detained him. Yeah. They put him in a hospital gown and already put him in restraints. I'm confused. What are you confused with? Why are they acting as if he's insane? I'm more confused with if he really is this insane with the restraints. There would be more people around in order to prevent Clark from just showing up saying, hey, let's go. Taking him out of there and then saying, here's your clothes. Bye. That's all this scene is. It makes no sense overall because to your further point of what you're even trying to say, why would he be in restraints, period? Yeah. This, he should be in his clothes. He was taken in. Why probably. would he be in a dark He should just be like down. in an office just <laughs> yes. sitting in a chair. Yes. He would like ha- doctors, the test, they all want to test me because they know of the alien thing. So yeah, probably Lex. Oh, yeah. No, it's the only thing on why he's even restrained in this is because Lex Luthor is the one that strapped him to the table. I just wish that Lex would have done better with security. But what we've seen with the Lex mansion, it's just not that great either. So maybe it's just a common factor that Lex has. He's just lazy when it comes to the security. Yeah, and he, t- and he tells him, he's like, I got to be at the tower at midnight. I got to get you the signal. I got to let it go. Clark, help me. And he's like, yeah. Okay, I'll help you. So he gets him out, gets his clothes. Come with me. You're not meant for Earth, man. Take you back to your real home. We can go together and get married. This is my real home. Everything I care about is on Earth, Lana. (laughs) Not my parents, not Pete. Lana. Chloe, if I'm bored. Lana. Just Lana. Just Lana. Oh, just Lana. That's all I need in my life. And Nell. Wait. No, no, no. Lex would be saying no. No, no, no. And no. And then Helen Bryce. All right. You know what, Clark? I'll send you a postcard. And that's such a sweet scene that we're then just going to exit out of because there was no point for him to be there. It was dope, right? That was silliness. It was dope. This entire remaining of the episode, I really don't like. It's cool. So (laughs) now we have Bryce here coming to the mansion and is upset now with Lex about the locked door to that one room. What the hell's behind the door, Lex? It's like, when you asked me to move in, move in, you gave me a key to open every door in this house, all except one. 
And he goes, oh, you've been exploring. At first I thought, and then of course Helen's like, I thought I could deal with it. But it bothers me. Yeah, well, Helen, I think it's very cute that you decided to just think that I wouldn't have one single door locked. Because because everyone needs a place where they can be alone. Don't worry, Helen, you can choose your own room. Yeah, and that's all that room is to me. They're welcome to make your own space anywhere else in the mansion. I was I wasn't looking for a roommate, Lex. Oh, Helen, you just need to figure out. No, Lex. You need to figure out what type of relationship you want because it's not going to work when there's any type of locked doors between us. Jackass. She's so beautiful, bro. God, she's so hot when she yells. Dude. God, spank me. <laughs> And now we go back to the barn where the Scooby-Doo gang is waiting for Part Clark. of the Scooby-Doo gang. Chill out, dude. Dude, not really the full Scooby-Doo gang. Daphne always has to be there. Or is Clark Daphne and she's Freddy? I think she's Freddy. I think I established that. Nah, nah, Clark's Fred. If anything, at this point this season, Clark has turned into Shaggy. <laughs> Solana Scooby? No! Pete Scooby. No! Pete Scooby. Pete, if actually, Pete would be probably more Freddy. Scooby's probably John. Dang. <laughs> or Cyrus. Cyrus. For but yeah, sure. so we go to the barn and they're searching everywhere for Cyrus, of course. But Chloe has some news. Look at this. October, blah, blah, blah. What does it say? October 16th, 1989. John, Maggie, and William Burnett. Burnett. And it looks like a child missing. Or sorry, a whole family missing. Who looks like he's five. <laughs> and so, of course, they said the they assumed that the parents were evaporated from the meteor shower. And so, of course, they never found bodies. No one was ever found. The older couple that adopted Cyrus lived half a mile away from that house that he lived at with his family. So, of course, Cyrus means... Oh, wait, what are you guys saying? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait. Explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> but, uh, so, Clark's like, so you're, what you're saying is, Cyrus isn't an alien? No. He had a family. He was just, he saw things, and I think he thinks he's an alien. Except... This kind of makes me question on the next scene here that Cyrus is in fact an alien because I don't know how else you're able to develop maybe the biggest flashlight I've ever seen in my entire life um, that's going to be able to shoot up to the is sky. Is that a flashlight or is that a literally a laser beam? Okay, but it's going back to what we then just both said. That is way too complicated, way too intense, way too insane for me to ever believe that he is a normal person that then was able to build that dude he's dude he's just the reincarnated Nikolai tesla okay after the meteor shower that's what happened to him yeah i wonder also is this gonna be is this gonna be a kryptonite power yeah you would have to healing yeah but the problem is we still don't have an origin i wish they would have told us exactly what he was doing at the time that he received his powers, because usually it has some type of like coinciding. What do you think would have been healing? What do you think? Like his parents were dead and he was like standing over his mother thinking like he was going to able to heal her. The world will know pain. But the problem is, oh man, now would have been great if we had pain in here. <laughs> but it still wouldn't have made sense to me if he was around his parents when he received that power, because then wouldn't he have just been able to heal his parents? 
Well, maybe they actually were evaporated. So you're saying they truly just like disintegrated? Yeah, yeah, disintegrated. Man, from the meteor shower. I want to see that scene. It's crazy. So, are we? Would we list this as a kryptonite power? Because I mean, that's the only way he. If got it them, came right? down, if he received the power on the meteor shower day, then you would have to count it. All right. Well, we can add it to the list. The last one we had was animal morphing. Oh my. <laughs> Kyla, bro. That was a while ago. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking of animorphs. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. My, my That's what Kylo was. She was an animorph. Yeah, but Kylo was too hot for me to ever put her in the animorph category. I was more putting Tina in the category of mm. her changing into the horse. They should have changed into like gerbils or something. <laughs> um, Take care of me forever in my ball. <laughs> but see, Cyrus is Tesla here because look, it even prestige, like you mentioned. Remember, remember that scene with Tesla in there? David Bowie has all those lamps there. I would buy into that. I actually like that reincarnated, reincarnated version of Tesla here because what we do then have is oh Tesla God. setting up the machine. The bullies, Kyle and his gang of 30-year-olds, pull up in their trucks. Yeah, how do they know this spot? I don't know. They had to have been watching. They have a GPS on this guy? What if they were watching him and Clark and then they followed him and Clark, making it believe that they left, but they really didn't? So they didn't really No, they went to go get a new truck. That's what they were doing. But I still think that they had this other Actually, truck. Actually, no, they had this one. There was two trucks. This is the red one. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Never so mind. now we got to ride together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Are you at the top of the tower right now? Oh, hell no. Give me those chains. Yeah, so see Cyrus is in his tower. Kyle does. And he grabs a metal chain to lock on the car, the truck, and then tie it to the tower to obviously pull it down because you want to kill this kid. He's at the very top. In order to bring him down, we take it all down. Hopefully he doesn't die. He would be dropping probably 200 feet. 200. I'm going to over-exaggerate here because it's that insane. Yeah. I mean, it's just pretty high. It's pretty high. But it's not no 200, Taylor. It's a building. That's about 20 feet. That's not 20 feet. 50 feet. <laughs> we'll agree on 50. I we'll put 50, 50 in my notes. 50 feet. Yeah, 20 was too short. Dude, I just don't know measurements like that. Yeah, near do I. Let's use, like, the other system, metric system. <laughs> <laughs> and so as he activates the tower, bro, it shoots a giant laser. I'm telling you, that's a laser, bro. That's a flashlight. That is not a flashlight. A that fl is a laser. It's a flashlight. You see how it activated when he put the transmitter in? Yeah, it acted like you powered a flashlight that now received its batteries. And now you got to turn on the light switch because... He's then calling his parents, but he also says that it's supposed to be a, a, like a signal, no? So this would be si sending a signal to space, a.k.a. he would be calling aliens towards Earth at this point, right? I mean, he's doing something, bro, and I'll tell you what right now, he ain't going to like the results. But see what, dude, look at all this electricity. It's a literal beam. And Kyle, of Kyle course, is like blown away by the size. And he's like, yeah, I can't and wait he's to like, tear it down. And he says, do it, bro. So they rev the truck. They are pulling the tower down or trying to tip it over. And like, it has to be pulled off the bolts, obviously down in the ground. And everything's sparking. It's breaking and shit. <laughs> Kyle, let's go. Yeah, dude, and the college is like, yeah, keep doing it, man, yeah. And Cyrus is literally crying up there, like, please stop, Nate, I want to get it. Clark then runs, shows everybody that he has superhuman strength, and then starts pulling the tower back in order to help 
stabilize it once again. Obviously, the chains now break from the truck. The chain then snaps off and hits Kyle so hard in the face that it breaks his neck. We don't even see it. Uh, Cyrus falls from the tower. Clark then helps him, saves the day, says, Oh my God, stop doing what you're doing. We need a help. Kyle's neck is broken. Yeah, okay. apparently Kyle's neck is broken somehow. Let me go help the bad guy that's been picking on me and tried to kill me. Yeah. So Clark, after saving uh, Cyrus in his tower, hey, man, look. And there's a bright light in the sky. So we're over here to assume, oh, it's we got UFO. aliens. We're we got aliens. Oh, yeah. Cyrus is for yeah. real. And it's so, of course, Clark's like, no, we can't let him die. Look at Kyle's neck, bro. That man... It literally looked like it snapped off and like kind of like just extended to the right or something. Hey, I just want to now ask a question. I just have to pause it real quick here. Hey, do we know the extent of Cyrus's abilities? No, we don't. Does Clark know the extent of it? Sure don't. Uh, so he doesn't know what will happen if maybe Cyrus overexerts himself or maybe if it would even work on a human. Does he know any of this? No. Okay. I just wanted to make sure before Clark does his demands and pretty much shoves him into the desk like what Kyle did at the very beginning and says, heal him, Cyrus. And like Clark's just so happy. He's like, oh, yeah, he's healing him. Oh, so cool. So he heals Kyle, and Kyle's neck is getting healed. It it's already snaps it in. snaps back in. He's healed, and he's like just totally shocked, freaking out because he knew he probably just died. And, of course, Cyrus falls over and keels over on Clark and says, I missed it. I missed it. Clark says, Cyrus, no. Oh, well, at least you were able to heal the high school bully. Now they can go and high five each other as he's going back to his truck. I can't wait to show you that. But what we do find out is that the bright light is, in fact, not a UFO. Police helicopter. And they are screaming, hey, what do you kids think you're doing? Well, no, they're just like, hey, if there's an emergency down there, stay where you are. So it was just a flashlight, not yes. a laser. <laughs> It was a laser. They thought bro. that they were calling SOS. Like, oh, look at that big old laser in the sky. We got to go report that. Helicopter that was an SOS. Man, for real. <laughs> no UFOs. Yeah, and so we have watch, the light. Okay, watch so Kyle. Apparently, we were zooming out. The Kyle. And Kyle the is still. He's just looking around. He's still in disbelief. Kyle is then walking back to the truck. He then high fives his bro. His bros are like, all right, let's get back in the truck. No big deal. We don't care about the dead kid. He just saved my life. Clark is then left there holding Cyrus in yeah, his hand. Yeah, what is this? Why'd they make this drag so long? This is supposed to be, I don't know. I, I really don't know what that shot was. It was supposed to be emotional with Cyrus. I feel nothing. No, it was pretty dope. Oh, uh, it was dope. Is it doper than his Ken Farm scene? <laughs> so we go to the next scene, Clark, the Ken Farm. Next day, the parents are looking for Clark. Clark, sure. Clark where are you? Clark! And of course, Clark is clearly ignoring them. You know he can hear them. He's over at the barn door, just gazing out into the field. The parents go over there, and they look. Obviously, Clark is sulking here. He's pouting. He's sad. His parents actually understand, though, because of his hissy fit of what he wanted this entire time. Yep. And that's the only reason why they're just kind of soothing this. Because Clark was a big idiot, and they just, in a way, allowed him to realize his own dumminess. Yeah. Dumminess? Yeah. Gumminess, <laughs> <laughs> And so, of course... 
Clark. His mo- so oh my yeah, god. No, no, so no, what no, happens here happen. is just so nuts. The doctors say that Cyrus had a complete mental breakdown, bro. His body's there, but his mind's gone. So Cyrus is now a vegetable. Yeah. He's literally a vegetable now. Clark killed Cyrus in order to save the bully. And this now goes to the original question we talked about earlier. Cyrus should have not met Clark. No. Because you know why? He'd be alive still. Yep. He'd be probably in police custody, but he'd be alive. Clark meddling in somebody's life once again caused that person's life to turn to shit. Yeah. And, of course, he even mentions how Tyson... Um, oh, they don't know that Cyrus, of course, is if he'll ever recover. But good news about Tyson, it seems that he's permanent, the horse. The permanent, like, full health. It's not temporary. Well, you know what? That means that Lon is going to be over here every single day. And thank God. Uh, John is actually more concerned, though. Well, Clark, how was he able to know about your ship and the drawing? He was like right. His house was right near where y'all found me. So he right. saw it in the sky. Thought it was his life. Blacked out. Just yeah. wanted to forget his parents dying. So he just pretty much took on that life as if it was his own. Yeah. Clark immediately is still devastated. He still looks concerned about something. <laughs> yeah, concerned about something. What is it, Clark? John asked. Why would Cyrus pass up the only thing he believed in? Opportunity to go home. To save the high school bully. Clark, he didn't want to fucking do that. Instead, (laughs) you made him do that. You sick son of a bitch. What am um, I missing here? This is all your fault. And yet you just try to put it on something else. Isn't it crazy, Dad? What? John goes, well, I guess he was a lot more like you than you thought, huh? Um, hey guys, family hug? <laughs> like, what type of sick shit is this? <laughs> Dude, Clark literally ruined Cyrus's life. Alright, this is the best part of the episode right here. Oh, you love this episode? Oh, you love this scene. And for me, I think it's disgusting. It's amazing. I think it's disturbing. Because, first off, we come back to the mansion. We are now in the secret room, Lex's secret room. And this is the first appearance of it because this is going to be a room that will be Batmobile. known for a while. Huh? <laughs> it looks like Batmobile with the shot. Oh, my it. goodness. <laughs> I love it. But he's introducing Helen to show the trust. He's introducing, or yeah, he's introducing Helen to the room. We have obviously relics of everything that we've known of Lex to have to investigate in the past, things like that, collection of items. So he has the wrecked Porsche from the bridge accident. He has the videotaping that Roger Nixon gave him from when he had him investigating the crash at the bridge. And what you'll see, too, with the little jar that's in front of the Clark image, it is the worm or the parasite. He has the parasitic worm from the cave Okay, and from all, Rush. In all honesty, and I'll let you continue as well, but I just have to point that out with the parasite. If I'm Helen and I just see that, Lex, what the hell is this? Yeah, it probably stinks. <laughs> It's like, what the hell is this room? Get me out. <laughs> like, okay, I didn't want to see this room. I no take it all back. you had it locked, man. Oh, my God. And then, you know, yeah, you see that jar. You see um, you see cave paintings, uh, the hieroglyphs and whatnot. And then you see even scanned imagery on a computer monitor of the spaceship key. And, of course, he had it scanned. Like, why wouldn't you? 
And uh, that's why yeah. he's always been obsessing with it. Other little random items that obviously he's had in his I just collection. Just love the Nicodemus flower. I just want to keep that. Yep, the flower too. And he even even tells her, "It's like this is my obsession here." And as you see, he's got kryptonite rock. He's got the slabs in the back of the kryptonite. I love how that slab looks, by the way. That just looked like so much like the cartoon. Like it really how did. The kryptonite... oh, this is a very like yeah. comic book scene. Yes. I feel like I I would agree with it's you. It's a very big comic book scene. It's like you might decide that maybe I'm a little eccentric. I'm a little like crazy about it, or you know. I am in love with Helen Bryce. Oh yeah. I this am... is where we get to sh- get shown. She... Are you a good person, Helen? She is looking around, and in a way judging. And in my mind, she is thinking, "Oh, this is why the Kents keep freaking out about yeah, you." Yeah, they don't want me to tell Lex, and this is why. This, because I, she's seeing, she's seeing obviously all these recordings. She's seeing all the the images, and she sees, of course, all this info on Kents, especially Clark. And so she's over here, is like, oh. You got a lot of uh, information about the Kents here. So yeah, we see the jar with the parasite in the corner. We see the the rose- uh, What is this? Oh, this no, Rosetta, no, Rosetta from Rosetta. The, yeah, it's his he, family tree from last it was episode the when he assignment. when he was doodling all the Kryptonian symbols on his family tree. And I love that too because it's family tree, it's Kryptonian symbols. It shows the actual Kents on there. Yeah, and he stole a high school kid's project and then made it a screenshot. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> And dude, I hate how it's so crazy. Like you wouldn't freak out. You have a big ass picture of Clark just in your obsessive room, and there's a lot of the Kents here, uh, Lex. And my goodness, the creepiest response we have gotten from the Lex Luthor. He smiles and says, "Yeah, they're a pretty interesting family, don't you think?" And then he licks his lips. He he smirks, <laughs> like, dude. It's really bothering. Like he's turned on. It's like. They're an interesting family, don't you think? He says it as if he's going to murder the family. And Helen, she, in her mind, is like, I need to get out. Yeah, and she looks at him like, oh, shit. She goes, that's funny at first. This isn't funny anymore. Yeah, we cut away from that scene. And so, like, Lex, that look in his eyes, man, it's like, that's that fanatic type shit. You know, that man's look he's about to become stained from my hero. The thing with uh, Helen for me is the reason why I love her at the same time. I feel like she is so smart that she's immediately reading the situation to understand he's going to love this more than he'll ever love me. Yeah. And that's where oh, yeah. <laughs> with the obsession, you could clearly tell with his excitement. She's probably like, you've never looked at me with those eyes. You've never thought of me with those eyes. This is kind of sick. Dude, and good job on Michael Rosenbaum, man. He sold that part. I love that shit. Yeah, it's because they just told him to act himself. Yo, how about this song, though? This song we gotta play it a sucks. Bit. Oh, no! Yo, how about... Lana, then, is walking in. Unannounced to the Kent barn. To the Clark barn. Yeah, unannounced. Of course, Lana. Unannounced. And she shows up... And, of course, Clark is still sulking, except he moved from the barn door to the uh, barn upstairs uh, by the window. I don't understand this still. Oh, this is where they mention, of course, again, whatever Cyrus did to Tyson, it's like he's a cult again. It's permanent, for sure. It's not temporary. You know what? I'm glad that some good came out of this, because... I ruined Cyrus's life. (laughs) Well, 
Cyrus was lonely, Clark, so at least you were able to be his friend. Was he? Was he lonely? He wasn't lonely. In he fact, didn't want friends. Lana, what if Cyrus was really proven to be an alien? Because let's forget about him being in a coma and a vegetable. I don't really want to think of that anymore. Let's focus on what you would feel like if I told you I was an alien. What would you think about that? Yeah, and Lana's like, what do you mean? I mean, how would you feel about him if he actually was from another planet? Come on, Lana, tell me. She's a little thrown off by the question because it is strange, but I guess I'd try to keep an open mind. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a shitty answer compared to Chloe's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would try to keep an open mind. Maybe report- I would report it. Yeah. I would tell everybody. Lex, uh, look at it. It was like, but she does say, I, I'll admit, I'd be a little freaked out if it was maybe someone I knew. But, uh, I mean, you know, does that make me a bad person? It does. Strike one. <laughs> <laughs> but he says, no, just honest. Just honest. And Lana looks at him like, okay, this Clark's a weirdo. Clark, look at this meteor <laughs> ship. Like, what is what, this is not a shooting star. I'm sorry. This is a whole ass ship or something. I thought there was some type of connection. Is that Venom? I... No symbiotalk. <laughs> that is a marvel. Sorry, okay, who comes? Uh, that Dark Side? No, if anything, let's just Sorry, go. not Dark Side. Is that a Doomsday? It would be Bizarro. No, I would I would want Bizarro. It'd be just Doomsday. No. It's by the way, either way, we're on the same point. There's something inside of there because that's not a fucking shooting star. That's Doomsday. By the way, that's a full ship. That's a full, yeah. It just zooms by. It has a trail. It has a rocket it trail. It even, like, comes down. And she even says, thinks it's a spaceship. <laughs> and Clark's like, shut up. It looked like a shooting star. It's just a shooting star. Um, I think Lana was right. I think you're the high one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, she ruined his toke sesh just now. Lana then giggles. Man's thinking about probably a second plate of dinner right now. Probably fourth plate. What are you kidding That's me? That's true. He, he lives on a farm. Yeah, he's like 6'5". But Lana and Clark just decide to then stare at the sky together. Uh, very awkwardly, by the way. It's, Clark it's looks so really stiff. Ending. They both look stiff. There's not any type of any emotional reaction. A, There's no hug. There's no lovingness. This is a very awkward ending where then it just shows the spot in space in which Krypton was yeah, once I guess there. Yeah, it's trying to show like, the imagery of that. and You know, it's just real awkward to end on that. And, you know, you have Clark and Lana just sitting in crickets. After everything, I'm just not buying into that whatsoever. I just don't like that, especially the stiff. Clark is truly standing there like a pencil. Don't touch me. Okay, I'll get to the hang out here. This is great. Thanks for coming over. See you tomorrow. And then we and then we cut out, and that's it. Like end of can, visitor. Can they can they do something besides talk about like sad things? Like maybe if they were if Lana were to come over one time, one time. And Clark just had, like, an old movie or, like, an old TV set up. You know, like, back when he did the drive-in, maybe something sweet. Maybe if he did something like that, it would could be, like, a nice gesture, a sweet no. moment. Maybe something could even happen. Instead, every time they interact, it has to be about something depressing. Death. Someone's in a coma. 
Yeah. Someone's missing. Yeah. Parents that are not there. Yeah. Being an orphan. Yeah. Friends that suck. God, friends. Friends that, that love us that we don't love. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane to me. Dude, what a what an episode. I mean, it was okay. I think it was an okay episode. The only thing Very that... relevant. Oh, no, we have the still. It's only the room, bro. We have the connection of Pete realizing that it's called Kryptonite. Cool. That's added to the list, sure. Kryptonite, name drop, and then the room. That's it. No, there's one more thing. It's all this episode gave us. Oh, it gave us Tyson? Gave us some more episodes with Tyson? It gave us a reason for Lana and Clark to now be around each other all the time. I'm sure Tyson's going to be dead in, like, next season. Yeah, Clark's going to forget to feed him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever happened to Tyson, he's dead. Just... It's going to be like Eric running over Donna's cat. Uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I saw him earlier. Bye. I loved it for the first 30 minutes. After yes, the 30 minutes... I loved it. It's wild. What are you talking about? I always love me some high school drama. <sighs> but I loved it for the 30 minutes. Afterwards, I got nothing for it because... I still don't understand why we would try to save the kid that's trying to kill me the entire time. He had chains in his hand. He was going to hit me in the head. Yeah. It was going to hurt. <laughs> I'm going to be in a coma no matter what. What a terrible ending. I think what this episode also teaches us is sometimes Clark Kent is not your best friend. He should never be. <laughs> he brings about a lot of pain in your world. I would not be friends with Clark after hearing his reputation. It's a good life lesson. Hold on. How many people has that guy saved? How many people have died around that guy? I don't want to be around that guy. Let me see what his life is about. He's truly like 50-50 right now on people dying and people surviving around him. Mm-hmm. What do you think? He's like 8-8? Eight and eight? Maybe. <laughs> I think that's what his record is. Yeah, Cyrus is practically dead. Tell you what, that is a tracker that we need to do. How many he's saved and how, how many, many he's killed. How many he's saved and how many he's killed, because the same people don't count. Or well, how, how many people have died around him? Yes, versus does, how many does people Ryan he's saved. count? Ryan, Ryan counts. But it was his own sickness. Okay, Ryan would not count then. If it's their own doing... Does not count. If it's a Clark doing because Clark is around. I mean, technically Cyrus did do it himself too. No, 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 no. Clark did this. You know what I'm thinking also with Cyrus is that with the healing part of Kyle is that Kyle was actually dead. So him bringing back someone to life is what was the overexertion. Because the horse itself, yeah, sure, it's another, it's another mammal, but it's alive at the time. It's just sick. I thought they were going to do that. I thought they were going to show, which is why. And uh, no, no, no. I completely agree with you. I am with your point and your theory here. I've been put that in my notes as well. That I thought with the ending, with him giving his life to Kyle in a way where we would show like in a way him deteriorating because mm. he is giving his life force to somebody else. A.K.A. Clark saying, heal him now. He's Sean Coffey from Green Mile. Yes. Clark killed him. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Who else, did, who else died? I don't know. We'll have to think about that list. So. I would even blame Whitney's death. Tina's death. If anything, we can do that for a award show and just have it like a, as a new tracker, and then we'll start it with season three. 
Clark's best kill. Best kill? <laughs> worst kill? Cyrus, for sure. Cyrus. That's probably the worst one. <laughs> but yeah. Again, thanks for listening this week to the two nerds. Somebody Save Me Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Leave us a review. Do something. Interact with us, dude. We want to talk to the fans. No, we don't. Yeah, we do, man. Tell me something negative. Tell me something good. Treat me bad. Uh, let's go build our own tower now. No. Why not? Because I'm going to be Kyle and break my neck somehow. We're not going to tie up chains and pull it with a truck. Tell him goodnight, Taylor. Good night. <laughs> so long. It's not a goodbye. Good, it's, <laughs> it's not a goodbye. It's a see you later. I don't want to see you later. <laughs>